on the air, on your phone, and even your smart speaker. You're listening to Joey and Lauren On Demand. The show starts now. It's Joey and Lauren, good morning. First dates can always be an awkward situation. Now, Lauren has a much longer dating resume than I did because I was a loser. So I was a nerd and no one wanted to go on a date with me. (laughs) You weren't. But Lauren definitely. But you always dated these bad boys and kind of jerks and lazy guys. No, that's okay, right? It took me a while to figure out my life. But yes. And you you were just, um, because we grew up together, you didn't know. Joey was more friend zoned a lot by a lot of people. I was the. It's true. I was the friend zone champion. You In were. Fact, I friend zoned before they would friend zone. I would like be like, "You're starting to like me. We should be friends. You we should be in the friend yourself. zone." I did friend zone myself. I just look like the friend zone basically. Uh, but I found a list of the worst places for a first date. This is according to Complex.com. I'm honestly shocked by this list because I actually think a lot of these places are good first dates, but. Maybe you'll tell me I'm wrong. Okay. All right. So some of the worst places to take a first date. They said an aquarium. <laughs> that's a terrible first date. Why is an aquarium a bad first date? I don't date? know. It's just weird. It seems like that's where you take your nephew or your niece. Like you don't take your date to Literally, the aquarium for a first date. In third grade, the class took a field trip to the aquarium. Your dad was a chaperone. You peed your pants. Yes. Some girl flicked a booger on you. Yes. Don't, yeah, that's what it says. So Plus some aquariums are very... Um, Anticlimactic. Yeah. Where you go and you think it's going to be that like this great white shark and you're going to have all this crazy stuff. You're going to walk through a tunnel of fish. But a lot of times your local aquarium is like a little yeah, little pond of stingrays that you can touch. I don't and know. That's I find penguins it. a very romantic creature. I find if I was in a penguin are exhibit. Penguins at aquariums? I don't. Yeah. Right, aren't they? They're at the I, zoo. Penguins are. It's a bird. Penguin is a, is a bird, Joey. I feel like I I know a penguin's a bird that doesn't fly, by the way. I actually learned that on PBS the other day. Mm-hmm. They just swim. I thought penguins could be found in an aquarium, but you're probably right. Maybe they're just at Either the Either way, I get your point. I don't think that's the best place for okay. a first date. Could be fine for a date, not the first date. Uh, number two on the list, an ice skating rink, roller skating rink, anywhere that requires wheels. Just don't do this. They said avoid the awkwardness of falling or trying to get your balance. Plus, it can be a uh, level of lack of confidence if you see someone that's way worse at yeah. it than you. Yeah, I don't know, though, because if it's two people that are athletic and they like doing that, I think that could be a fun first date. I'm fine with the ice skating rink, the roller skating rink. Those, to me, have two totally different vibes. Ice skating, romantic, fun, you know, festive. Roller skating rink is like Gary's been working there for 30 years. He creeps everyone out. It smells like old gum and dust. It's just not. I've never been to a roller skating rink and been like, wow, this place impresses me. Okay. A wedding was on the list. We've had some people on makeup or breakup that have gone to uh, a wedding. Yeah. First date, don't take someone to a wedding. Okay. Uh, your own birthday party. It says do not make your date compete for your own attention with a bunch of your no. friends and family. This is first dates, right? Yep. Yeah. That's a, a bad first date. An arcade. That's the same roller skate rink thing. There's a yeah, part it just of me that feels goes, like you've got little Timmy that's going to elbow you and kick you off the Pac-Man machine, and then you're arguing with an 11-year-old, and then it's a problem. Part of me goes it would be kind of fun to do the little racing games, especially the motorcycle racing games at an arcade. Wouldn't it be fun? That would be fun. I would say go to a place that is more like all-inclusive with other things where it has like the arcade and maybe some bowling or mini golf. Like That could be fun, but if it's just your straight-up hole-in-the-wall, dim-lit, you got a couple of machines. That's kind of weird. A zoo is on the list. The I can't worst. agree with that. 
Now, there's some like smelly exhibits the at the zoo, and sometimes the zoo is anticlimactic when they're like, oh, the lion hasn't come out in three days. Sorry, guys. I'm struggling with this one. I like I'm the zoo. I'm really struggling this one. And I think it's on the list because whoever created this list probably assumed this is kind of a childish thing. It's not yep. very adult and upscale and highbrow. Um, I would agree. I don't think it's a good first date idea. Man, I would be terrible in the dating world. I really hope I never become single again because the first thing I do is like, we're going to go to the Let's roller arcade. skate to the yeah, zoo. Yeah, let's roller <laughs> skate to the zoo and then we'll go to the arcade. A uh, shooting range was on there. I'm fine with a shooting range. Uh, that I think could be a fun date for two people who are interested in that. I mean, if you're not interested in that, obviously it would be a weird first date. A beach says, what's your plan? Build sandcastles together? Just no. The beach, um, I think, is a great first date, but you got to be careful because you don't want to come off a, like a creep asking your date, like, hey, do you want to go to the beach? Because you don't want it to seem like, hey, I yeah. just want to see you in your swimsuit. Good point. You know, Good so point. just be careful the way you approach it. All right, uh, just a couple more. A carnival or amusement park? Not true. Oh, that's fine. I don't know about the that's fair. Really the fair seems really busy. No, but no, 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 no. You can't the fair. You go get yourself a corn dog. And an elephant ear. Yeah, you go on the the Ferris wheel. That could be romantic. I find that going to the fair, it's very traditional. I'm going to win you the big teddy bear. My it's problem cute, is I though. suck at it's those games. Kind of cute. I would pay the carny beforehand and be like, "Listen, I'm going to come here, and I just here's fifty bucks that <laughs> you keep. I need that girl. big teddy bear." And then a museum was on the list. I hate museums just in general. It depends on the museum. Again, big cities have really cool, amazing museums. But some museums that are, are terrible. Yeah, some are lame. Tour guide, all that. Uh, so, what are the worst places you've been taken to on a date? Six eight seven one nine. You can text us. The worst place you've been taken to on a first date. It's Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's your trending stories with Joey and Lauren in the morning. Well, this is a crazy story. There is a dog that was lost. Gone for three years. A woman lost her long-lost, beautiful dog that she loves. 300 miles away, three years later. And this I know what you're going to say. This dog was lured into a vehicle with corn dogs. Oh, I thought you were going to say the dog found its way home. You didn't think I was going to say the corn dog thing. No. He does find his way home after a woman finds him, lures him into her car with corn dogs, finds out that this dog belongs to this other woman, Again, three years later, 300 <laughs> miles away, and is now reunited with its owner. This dog probably said no to so many people, but the moment you show up with a corn dog, What if you're this in. dog was trying to get away from its owner intentionally and was like, nah, I don't want to go back there. But then he gets lured with some corn dogs. He's like, oh, sweet. Oh, man, I'm back here again. What's the food? <laughs> What's the food, Lauren, that would lure you into a creepy white van? Oh, man, corn dog's not far off. I like myself a corn dog. <laughs> It's got to be one of the really good ones. The guy's where like, like, hey, get in here. I got candy. <laughs> Lauren's like, nah, candy won't do it. I got corn dogs. All right. Do you have tater tots? Uh, I got tater tots. I'm in. Probably a really good, authentic Philly cheesesteak sandwich. It's very true. With the melty cheese. The bread has to be right. Lauren would know she's getting kidnapped for a Philly cheesesteak and be like, you know what? I'm in. Worth it. I love myself a good Philly. I don't know what mine would be. Probably I am a big taco guy. It would have to be a lot. It would have to be a smorgasbord. If you show up at a creepy white van, you open that sliding door and you say, Joey, I got tacos, wings, and pizza. I'm like, you're done. You're my new dad. You, you're going to just stick your arms out yep. wide and be like, thank you. Take me. Take me away. But corn dogs getting it done. <laughs> There's a Swiss town that is rewarding uh, long-lived residents by offering 100 bottles of wine to you when you turn 100. Because 
What else does a hundred-year-old person need? A hundred bottles of wine. <laughs> wine. Yeah, I mean, I guess you save them and you pass them on to you. What are you doing? You're gonna die like any day, and Imagine now you have a hundred bottles of wine. Her kids and grandkids. Yeah. I didn't get you money, but I got you a bottle of wine. Oh, thanks, Grandma. I'm annoyed if, if I'm a grandchild, because a lot of times when an elderly person passes away, it's on the children and grandchildren to take care of the house. Yeah. You know, get rid of stuff. Do whatever you need to do. Now, all of a sudden, I'm inheriting 100 bottles of wine I got to get rid of. The one the one grandchild be like, okay, I'll drink them all. Fine, I'll do it. We all have that one person yep. in our family. There's a woman from Australia who won $3.5 million on a lottery, but this is really cool how it happened. She was scrolling on Facebook, and on Facebook, there was a lot of chatter about how there's this unclaimed prize, unclaimed prize, unclaimed prize. She's like, you know what? I think I have one of those things. Let me just take it down and just yeah, check sure. it out. You know, I'm going to just see. And then when they told her she won $3.5 million, she says, I kind of blacked out. Uh, my mind went blank. I was in shock. My legs went jiggly. I had to hold myself up because I almost fell over. How would you act if you realized you just won that amount of money? Yeah, I would probably black out too. And then I would, my problem is I, I'm just, I would talk to everybody. I'd be the person that call everyone and then I'm screwed because everyone wants money. That's yeah. my problem. You I call my mom. I call your mom. You tell everyone. I call my family. I would tell them, and then immediately they'd be like, hey, remember that time you owe me from junior high or something? I'd oh, and get you all can't that. say no, so you'd get rid yeah. of all your money exactly. really quick. That's the problem. She did say the money is going to allow her to retire. She's been working a really stressful job for oh, a really long time. So she's like, the first thing I'm going to do is quit my job, and then I'm going to go on a nice vacation. It always happens to those people that stuff. can't forget. They, like, they forget their ticket. They're always the ones that win. The ones that are like, ah, there's something in my sock drawer. It must be 3.5 mil. <laughs> Those are some of your trending stories. Makeup or Breakup with Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren, and it is time for Makeup or Breakup. Michael is with us. He's trying to get a hold of Natalie. They went out on a date, and he says, I, I mean, I've seen her on Instagram. She's doing stuff on social media, but she's not responding to me. I hate that. That's frustrating. Just with, like, friends you do in general. That. I know. I know. I do that. But friends in general, I'm like trying to get a response. I texted a friend. I need a response from them. They're not texting me back. And then I see them putting on their Instagram story or tweeting or I whatever. I feel like that's exactly what you do because you won't respond to people for months. So. No, I won't. I forget. Oh, that's what it maybe, is. Maybe that's what she's doing. Yeah. Maybe, Michael, you actually went out on a date with a girl like Lauren that just forgets to text back for a long time. Do you think that may be the case? You know, I don't think so. Um, Natalie and I just had a great time at dinner. Um I don't know. I, I, I'm really baffled by this. The, uh, the only thing I can think of is a little bit of a, like, a talk about, like, religion came up. So she, I guess, is, is pretty religious. Uh, I'm not, but I didn't make a big deal out of it. I don't, that would be the only thing I can think of. I, I just, I have no idea. Okay, so you guys talk about religion. Uh, this comes up, was it awkward when it, when it came up? Or do you think she was a no, little no, put off by your stance? No, or Not really. I don't think so. No, I just... That's the only thing I can think of that, like, we kind of had a difference on. Everything else, we were, like, mm-hmm. like simpatico. I mean, it was bananas, how, like, uh, in, in line we were. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Like, it's really baffling. If it was a religious thing, which is a huge reason why people don't pursue relationships, I feel yeah. like she would text you or call you or tell you in person, hey, Michael. We're not a good match. No, yeah, I'm, I'm really religious. These are my family beliefs. Uh, it's a big, I mean, some people's religion, it's like a huge part of their life. So I feel yeah. like she would tell you that, not just stop responding. 
Yeah, I would think so too. So I, but I, I'm just grasping at straws. I have okay. no clue why she's just like ghosted me. How many, uh, how many texts have you sent? Have you done any phone calls, letters? I, mean, I didn't FaceTimes. want to be too psycho about it, but I like I texted her like three different times. But she's definitely That's posted on you know social media and stuff since then. Not that I'm stalking her. I'm just like I just noticed it, but. Yeah. Um, yeah. Even if so. you said stalking, it wouldn't have bothered me. Whatever. Like you're you're trying to you're trying to find out <laughs> yeah. if this person's okay. Just just stop up on you're okay. like, I've checked her yeah. location. She's in she's in the area. I don't know what the problem is. Like everything's that would fine. Be weird. Yeah. Okay. So a right. uh, few texts. You, she's obviously active on her phone from that end. You think the religious talk did get a little awkward, but again, I feel like someone would do their due diligence and say, Maybe. "Hey, I'm unless, very religious." Unless she feels too bad. Like maybe she feels like ghosting you is actually the nicer way rather than just telling you why she doesn't want to go. I don't know. Sometimes people like to avoid the confrontation. and Like she feels like it'd be, sh- if it'd be shallow if she said it's a religion yeah, like, thing. Yeah, like it would be worse to be like, hey, I don't want to date you because you're not religious, but instead I'm just going to not text you back and hopefully it just simmers away. So Michael, I think at this point you just text her and say, hey, I just want to let you know I'm super religious now. So... <laughs> If you uh, like, I'm I'm big into religion. So if you want to be in religion with me, let's hang out and go out on a second date. I mean, there there's an option right there. All right. Uh, in all seriousness, let's play a song. Come back and call Natalie. That'd be great. Okay. All right, Michael, with us. We're going to talk to Natalie coming up next. It's time to make up or break up with Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. It is make up or break up. We're about to talk to Natalie. We just talked to Michael. Could religion be the problem? He said the only awkward part of their first day, they went out to dinner, was, was she religious and he was not? I think it was one of the two. Yeah. Yeah. So she's way into it. He's not. And he said that was a little awkward. But if you said, man, I got to be with someone that's religious, I would hope you would tell them that and say, hey, I don't know if moving forward we're a good match Mm -hmm. because we're not into the same things. Yeah, for a lot of people, values, like your values aligning is one of the top things in a relationship. But then there's people like my mom, like my mom's religious and my stepdad is not. And they've been married for a very long time. See? And they're fine. Man, you could have a relationship like Lauren's mom and stepdad. Who would not want that, right? perfect relationship. That's why, by the way, don't have any morals or values, so then you never, you can align with anybody. You're like, (laughs) I I don't believe in a good sense of character. We're great. All right, uh, we got to talk to Natalie and get her side of things. Hello? Hello, is this uh, Natalie? Yep. Natalie, this is uh, Joey and Lauren in the morning, morning radio show. Uh, first and hi, foremost, Natalie. hi. Hello. Oh, no. <laughs> Gee. I Whoa. knew this was going to happen. Wait. Oh, my God. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Hold you, on. You knew we were going to call you? I was talking to my friend Jen, and she was just like, you need to text this guy Mike back because he, oh, my God. <laughs> Wait a second. So you, already- you guys are going to call me. <laughs> So you you knew you were guilty, not. We don't even need to explain why we're calling. You got it. You're obviously a big fan of the show. Oh, I listen to you guys all the time. (laughs) Oh my gosh, I cannot. I mean, I feel famous right now, but what? (laughs) I cannot believe. Well, then have some decorum and text Michael back because yes, welcome to Make Up or Break Up here. Michael's with us. Oh, I so, don't know. tell Natalie, us what's what's up. Hi, Michael. Oh, I don't Mike, know if this cannot is. Cannot believe you called them. This may be bad news well, for you that I she mean, knows I... the show. So, what's going on? 
So I okay, Mike. First of all, I'm sorry I didn't text you back. That's really, you know, I know that's really annoying when that happens. But honestly, the tube sock thing got really weird. Oh my god, the tube sock! What? <laughs> Wait, okay. what? The tube sock? We don't know about a tube sock. I thought it was like some kind of holy ghost. Like a uh, all right, no, the tube sock. No, that's okay. We were on our way to a date, and we find parking. And before we leave the car, he, I didn't even notice this before, but he had like a tube sock on his dash and it was like hanging off of the steering wheel. And before we got out of the car, he kissed the sock saying, this is going to be a lucky date. And then looks at me, smiles and says nothing about it. And then just leave, like we just go. Oh, oh, hold up! Wait a second. What? Did you say well, I, you he kissed, kissed a sock? The sock. Why? Yeah. Well, why What's did you have to do that? That's my it's my it's my ritual. It, listen, I won states with those socks on. Uh, I, I was a basketball player in high school, and <laughs> ever since then, that has been my lucky sock. And uh, you know, that's just what I do. I, I kiss the sock for a good good whether it's going to be a good job interview, good day, good day, no matter what. I kiss the sock. It's kind of my. Oh, kind of thing. I mean, it's clean. It's I mean, I wash it. So, Michael, this is a sock from high school, okay? And you carry yeah. this around you. You keep it always in your car, and it's a good Absolutely. luck charm. It's my lucky sock. And so you have this sock, and you don't tell Natalie, hey, just heads up, I'm about to kiss a sock. You just go and kiss the sock? Yeah, I guess that is kind of how it went down. Yeah, that's a little okay. weird. Well, people have good luck charms. People have like little rabbit foots, right, or feet, rabbit feet. They have little things, but I think this is a little, little weird. Like from the outside looking in, I wasn't there when it happened. But Natalie, I feel like if I was you and I'm sitting in the uh, passenger seat and I see my date, whom I really just met, start like kissing a sock. It's like oh, it's gonna be a lucky day. Well, good luck charms are a thing, not necessarily kissing socks. Well, I'm not making out with the sock. I mean, I just... You know, oh, my God. It's not licking it. Very long kiss, okay? It was like a long peck. Oh, oh, wait. <laughs> Natalie, can no, you reenact the long peck? What yes, was it was. like? Can you tell us what it was like? Well, I just felt like I was in a horror movie. Like, I might be killed. I might be killed, like, in the next scene or something. He was kissing Okay, a wait a minute. Sock. Kissing a sock does not translate to I'm going to get no, murdered. <laughs> not. I've never seen a horror movie that goes from lucky sock to now you're dead. No, maybe we haven't seen that horror movie yet. Yeah, it's going to come out. It's called Michael and Natalie. I I mean, Natalie, do you have anything in your life that's lucky? A lucky rabbit's Uh, foot or anything? I mean, no. I mean, I just, no. No, okay. So, I I mean, I... a weirdo. No. Yeah, I just... (laughs) I, I feel like we should give Michael another chance because I believe in something like this. If you've got a lucky sock and you want to kiss it, Maybe, Michael, would you be willing to not bring the sock on another date if Natalie would have you? Well, I, I, I would already, already consider myself lucky if that happened. So, yes, I would not. You would just get rid of your thing well, that you take I, on everything? Wow. Well, I, I, no, I mean, for the date, I'm not going to, no. Yeah, you're not going to get rid of the <laughs> sock. Keep the sock. Kiss the sock at home yeah. before you go out with <laughs> Natalie again. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Natalie, is that something you want to do? I mean, <laughs> yeah, I would be open to it. I don't. You're so 
super weird, Mike, but I guess uh, I'll be open to it. I mean, we'll see how it goes. I'd be down okay, no, like no one's forcing here. you, yeah. so just maybe you guys figure this out on your own. I was going to say, you know, let us know if you want us to pay for another date. We will. Reach out to us, but maybe just text each other back and forth. Uh, Michael, now would be the time when you text her. Let her know any other weird uh, lucky things you have, and we'll figure this out. <laughs> Your mornings start here. This is Joey and Lauren on demand. It's time for the good stuff. It's Joey and Lauren with the good stuff. Good news of the day. Start off with a story uh, that is very sweet. I feel like there'll be a movie made after this. Peter Marshall. Well, actually, there has kind of been a movie made after this. The Notebook. Peter Marshall, who suffers from early onset Alzheimer's, has been married to his wife, Lisa, for 12 years. But because of his condition, he has totally forgotten her. Until recently, wow. where he has re-fallen in love, and they just got remarried. And oh the pictures gosh. are unbelievable. Here's what Lisa told NBC News for you. have to These quotes are so, so good. She says, he doesn't know that I'm his wife. I'm just his favorite person. I don't need to have a label. I don't need a name because our hearts are connected. Oh. Uh, right? I know, guys. I'm so sorry. Sweet. I'm getting teary-eyed. You hear about stories it. like that in just an awful, horrible disease, but to yes. see some goodness come out of it. So this is what's crazy. I mean, the story mm-hmm. is he he forgot who she, he was. He asked her to marry him again, and she just said yes, I will, even <sighs> though they've already been married. I know. So he doesn't. He still doesn't remember her originally. No, so he, he thinks this is like he, a new, fresh. To, yeah, he had to ask her to marry him oh, all over again. Michael. Which you know what's sweet about that. It shows that he still chose her. I mean, obviously, she's around him all the time. Mm-hmm. But to think, like, for in his mind, she's a new person, and he still chose her. Wow. That's amazing. Wow. Could you imagine if it was the other way? Like, he's like, ugh. No, yeah. never. Like, I'm not I'm interested. Start, I think We're I'm just start, friends. He's like, I think I'm going to start dating again. She's like, no, you shouldn't date. Why? You tell me what to do. <laughs> that is so uh, sweet. Chase is seven years old. Him, his dad, and his four-year-old sister were all uh, boating out in Florida. And then ended up, they got off the boat, somehow got stranded a little bit. They all had life jackets on. But long story short, the dad stayed with the four-year-old in the water and said, go get help because their boat had died. And so this seven-year-old swam for an hour and a half to get on the beach and to call to go to somebody's house all by himself. Swam. Seven years old. To go save his father and his sister. That's incredible. I, know, I couldn't amazing? even do that. No, I know. That's it's amazing. 23andMe, you know this? Uh, it's uh, that kit that shows you who your family is. Mm-hmm. Well, a woman took a 23andMe test and found out that she has a sister that she didn't know about because the, this woman was adopted, I think, at like four months. So she reaches out to this sister. Here's what's crazy. The sister looks just like her. They look almost identical. They have matching bat tattoos that are both on their ankles. Without knowing each and other. And they've never met each yeah. other. And they're both obsessed with Halloween. They both have cats. And just, they found out they were almost exactly like. But, but they're they each not had, twins. They're not twins, but they each had bat tattoos. One was on one ankle, one had it on the other ankle, but it looked the same. Never what? met each other. I know, it's creepy, right? But it's it's very heartwarming. Wow. Isn't that insane? That is crazy. It is crazy. And that is your good stuff. Mornings with Joey and Lauren. It's Joey and Lauren. Good morning. And uh, for the first time since I was a child, I did this in the shower. The last time I did this, I think I was in school. <laughs> and I remember before I'm very I was like, concerned about well, what you're okay. going to say. Let me let me set this up by saying, do you remember when you were a kid in school and they had those smelling markers? 
You remember those smelly markers? Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. They had all the different colors. They had little logos of fruit on them. And, like, the purple marker smelled like grape. The red marker smelled like cherry, right? Mm-hmm. And you would just open the cab and just huff it, right? <laughs> I mean, I did. I wouldn't say I huffed it. Oh, but, I yeah, I would them. smell them. I huffed them so bad, the tip of the marker actually would turn colors to white because I just <laughs> huffed all the color out of it, right? Joey's walking around yeah. with, like, black or red, like, circle, like, yep. on the inside of his nostrils because he's, like, sniffing the chair totally. or whatever. And so you remember those smelly markers, and then remember, like, the smelly crayons. They did smelly crayons for a while. Yeah, Where it was, did. like, Crayola mm-hmm. had smelly crayons. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm showering yesterday, and I put on Lauren's – I was out of body wash – and I buy the cheapo, like, crappy brand body wash. So I grab Lauren's body wash. And it's this big white bottle, and it says Dove Vanilla Oatmeal something. Had a bunch of these funny names. So I pop the top, and I go, and it smells like a warm vanilla oatmeal cookie. I mean, it smelt delectable. And so I'm like, dang, that smells good. Okay. So I, okay. I put it on. Uh-huh. I rub my body. And the whole shower now is just, I mean, it is, it is like some, it's grandma. My grandma came back from the dead. She baked cookies and she's standing there holding it right by my mouth and my nose. And it's like, smell it. So yesterday, because I did this with the smelly markers, not only did I smell them, but I gave it a little, and I I swear to you. Did you taste it? I had, I had some body wash right, I'll I'll point to it, right (laughs) like where my thumb and my index finger are, that little opening on the top of my palm. And I literally just went, and I licked it. <laughs> and of course, it just tasted like soap. But it was so you idiot. tasty. I mean, Why like, would you it eat smelled that? tasty. I, I had to. It's like I had to see, because Dove, I mean, that's expensive body wash. You're spending, I don't know how much that is, like 16 bucks for the bottle. Oh, no, it's not 16 bucks. It's expensive. No. It's probably nine. Mm, maybe seven. Okay. That's still pretty expensive, right? So I knew Dove makes good products, and I'm like, I know Lauren spent a lot of money on this. Maybe, just maybe, it tastes like it smells. Tasted like soap. And this just proves that you were a child. You're I, I eating, just took you're, a little... No. It was like a little cat that just needed a little bit of milk in the dish. She was like... You know, I just licked it. <laughs> I bet um, soap companies didn't think that they'd have to put a big disclaimer on the bottle for adults that says do not eat, not for ingesting, Normally, but they're going to they have don't, to. Because you. my body wash, it's... It's that traditional, like, bright green men's body wash that's like summer break or spring break in college. It's the weirdest, you know, it just smells fresh. This is the first thing that smelled like food, and it smelled like a warm, I don't even know if a vanilla oatmeal cookie is a thing, but it sure should be, and I want my grandma to come back and make it. I'm trying to think what it's actually called. It's not, there's no cookie name. there's, There's an oatmeal I think it's it? like I think it's like um, maple oat or something. No, there's no maple. Trust me, I tasted it. There's no maple <laughs> in there. It's uh, I'm gonna look it up. Dove oat body wash because I know there's oats in there because there's oats on the front. Here we go. Uh, oh, here it is. It is. Come on, Was it oat, oat milk and maple syrup? Because I think that's the one. This is indulging ritual or oat milk and honey. With oat milk and honey, that's the one. Hmm. It's Dove nourishing secrets. Indulging ritual body wash with oat milk and honey. So it did have honey in it and oat milk. I knew I, I mean, that's why I tasted it. I basically had a glass of milk. Stop justifying you eating soap. <laughs> what, what is sad that's is. That's not normal. Is after I licked my hand, I even, I said it out loud. I said, what did you think it was going to be? <laughs> <laughs> like, what am I doing? Yeah, I, I literally go, 
What did you think, Joey? Like, did you think it was going to taste like a warm cookie? <laughs> so that was my night. Well, thank you for admitting that to all yeah. of us eating soap. Do I need to like hide my body wash from you now? Use your own. No, I mean, I now I know it tastes like soap. I will sniff that bottle till I'm dead, though, man. That stuff <laughs> smells great. But it, it reminded me of my childhood, like licking, uh, licking those markers, man. It's Joey and Lauren. That awkward moment with Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. It is that awkward moment time. Mark is with us. I think, Lauren, first dentist we've ever had on the show, like as a full-blown guest. We've had some doctors before. Possibly. People have checked out my moles and stuff on the show. But uh, Mark is a dentist and had an awkward moment he wanted to share with us. So good morning, Mark. How you doing, man? Hey, good morning, guys. Thanks. Thanks so much for joining us. Uh, I'm intrigued. Um, Hopefully no HIPAA violation here. You're not going to give out a patient's name or anything because then we'll get in trouble. But uh, what happened? Well, so I I just headed headed into the room to see my patient. They'd already met with the dental hygienist, and they were were prepped for – uh, for some dental work, we'll uh-huh. kind of leave that at that. Yeah. Um, and uh, I'm, I'm talking to the patient, and I'm just kind of letting him know what the plan is, what we're going to do, and if he's uncomfortable, you know, if he needs anything, yeah. you know, just you know to let me know and all of that. And I'm going to put on my mask, and I feel a sneeze coming on, and I've got you know the mask in both hands, and just it. It, it happened so fast, but I just I just sneezed down and directly into this guy's mouth. <laughs> I was waiting. I feel like that's what you were going to say, but I was waiting. Shut up. Oh. In his mouth? Like on his face? Yeah. Like all like all over. Just a big, big yeah, sneeze. A second, aren't you a doctor? Like, don't you notice know sneeze a dentist, in your which elbow? Which is a doctor, but you sneeze, you turn, and you sneeze in That's your elbow. That's more of a, a, a health doctor. This dude's a dentist. No, it's a courtesy. Everybody does. Mark, that. oh my gosh, like in his mouth, like you, you sneeze in his mouth. Yeah, he was sitting there, like with his with his mouth like open, like ready for work. <laughs> oh right, yeah, the little thing. Oh my gosh, no. Oh. So I imagine this guy's freaking out, or maybe you're freaking out. We were both freaking out. He was he was really mad, you know. He's <laughs> he's yelling. He's like, "What the hell?" And you know, he kind of wanted to like get up out of the chair. And I just I'm like apologizing up and down, like I'm so sorry. It, guys, it was so, it was so fast. It was oh like it, like two seconds. That was like, oh, I have to sneeze. Oh well, no! And then it just happened. Did you did you offer him some mouthwash after? I feel like I would be like, here, free, here's a free, toothbrush, free braces, free you, teeth. Yeah. I'll give you dentures when you get older. <laughs> and and remind you, he didn't actually yell. If his mouth is open, he's probably like, ah, ah. like he wasn't it's able to actually true. get words together. Oh my gosh, man. Yeah, I mean it. It it worked <laughs> out. He was cool and. Um, Actually came back in again a year later. Oh, see, perfect. Okay. And, uh, you know, we kind of laughed about it. But, yeah, that was, like, the most awkward thing ever. Well, you're lucky you got someone who maybe was ended up cool with it because I'm sure someone could have just gone all nuts. I mean, that would, like, gross me out so much. I might throw up. I probably would throw up. The mouth is open already, and you're laying back. I mean, he's reclined in a chair. It's a very vulnerable state. Yeah, it is a vulnerable state, and you get the wetness in your mouth, man. (laughs) Oh, Mark, I love you. Thank you so much for the call. We appreciate it. And the courage to share that story. Yeah, yeah, I know. Like, that's not exactly the best recommendation for a dentist, but I appreciate your vulnerability. (laughs)
<laughs> Thanks, guys. You bet. So uh, let's get some stories. Maybe maybe you've had something like that at the dentist or the doctor on the other way. You've been mm-hmm. the patient. My favorite part of going to the dentist is he'll try to talk to me. My mouth, uh, and he's like, so how's your day going? He's got tools in my mouth. I'm, <laughs> Our dentist has become friends of ours. So we, If you remember, Lauren had the story about the rose petals, which no one gets rose petals at the dentist except for Lauren. <laughs> so we're good friends with him. So I feel like our dentist has figured it out. He knows when to talk mm-hmm. and when when to get the back and forth going and then when to get down to the nitty gritty. I, I've never experienced a sneeze in my mouth. I've definitely felt a sneeze. Mm-hmm. Have you felt a sneeze before? Nasty. So maybe you want to yeah. tell us about a time you felt a sneeze. You're in public place and you feel that like oh, on your arm mist. or face or whatever. Oh my gosh. So text us 68719. We'll get to your answers next. Time for That Awkward Moment with Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. It is that awkward moment. So one of one of the all-time greats, Mark, just joined us. He is a dentist, and he told us about how he accidentally sneezed into a patient's mouth. He was g- getting ready to, like, start working, so he still had his mask off because he was talking. As he goes to put it on, sneeze in the mouth. The guy starts yelling. I mean, what's worse, being sneezed on or being the person that sneezes on someone? Oh, being sneezed on, especially in the mouth. You kidding me? Yeah, but the guilt of sneezing on someone is pretty bad. Well, you deserve the guilt. You sneezed in someone's (laughs) mouth. Like, you should have time to react and realize, oh, I feel it coming. Yeah. By the way, I am a doctor. I should know I need to turn my head when I sneeze. Uh, So Shay also has a sneezed on story, but as an Uber driver. Hello, Shay. How are you? Hi, guys. I'm doing great. How are you? Wonderful. Good. So you heard Mark's story, and you've also been sneezed on, it sounds like. Oh, my gosh. Yes, have I? <laughs> yeah, so um, like you said, I, I am an Uber driver, just on the side and everything. And um, there was this one time when I was driving, and all of a sudden, I had this guy behind me. All of a sudden, he sneezes on me. And, like, it was, oh. it was a big it was a big sneeze. Like, I felt this grit on the back of my neck. Uh, oh, my gosh. I'm getting goosebumps. So this is a passenger. Right now, I'm even you have a passenger <laughs> behind you in the car who lets out a sneeze. Yes. And you're feeling yes. it. Oh. Yes. Okay. And, like, I, I was so gross. Well, my initial reaction to feeling that was like, oh, whoa. Like, I kind of jolted. And I guess my jolt swerved the car a little bit. Uh-huh. I mean, like. I didn't go out of the lane or anything, but this guy starts this huge fight. He's like, whoa, watch where you're going. What do you think you're doing and whatever? And I'm like, dude, you just sneezed on the back of my neck. Like, can you not learn to cover your mouth? And he was just like, started cussing me out. What? And this big old fit and everything. And I'm like, right, I know. Dude. How old are you? Like, you know to cover your mouth. Yep. There are germs going around. This was pre-COVID, but I'm like, this, this is disgusting. He just started going on and on about, like, how I could have killed him. Oh, my gosh. Give whatever. me a break. The like, audacity. I barely moved. I stopped the ride. I ended it. I was like, you can get out. Good for oh, you. Oh, you kicked him out. Good oh, for you. Dang. Honestly, Shay, good for you. That is awesome. That's a defense reaction. So he probably felt oh, like yes. an idiot. Because he sneezed on you. So the moment you did anything, he was trying to, it's a victim flipping or whatever they call it. Like, right? Where mm-hmm. he, yes, he turns you, yes. like he's the victim now. Well, what's funny is, well, not funny, but the natural thing for you is like when someone sneezes on you by surprise, 
your body kind of makes a move yeah. like, Ugh. and so of course the you kind of move the steering Especially wheel a, a little. stranger. I mean, if if you <laughs> if you sneeze on me and I know you and I get a little like familiar spritz, that's a different than stranger spritz. Still gross, right? And so you should have said, uh, I'm surprised I didn't go in the other lane and we all died because you're grateful that getting sneezed on, that's all that happened. I love uh, the audacity. Right. Just excuse me, miss. Drive yeah. careful. I was just shocked that he tried to put the blame on me. Yeah, no, I was that's. Like, uh uh-uh, uh, sir, no way. Any psychologist would tell you that's a victim flipping where the moment you realize you're in the wrong, you try to make them in the wrong. So, well, uh, Shay, you really should have been driving safer. I yeah, mean, you really. Uh, come 10 on and now. 2. <laughs> 10 and 2. Uh, Shay, we'll we'll set up a ride if you're still driving for Uber. Somehow, if I can get you as my driver, we'll do five stars all around to get back at that sneeze guy. Oh, love it. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks, Shay, for the call. <laughs> you can text us as well, 68719. I don't know how many people have texted in with stories where they've been sneezed on. I did see one that says, I was in a movie theater, jam-packed, got sneezed on in the beginning, nowhere to move. Because that's the problem. Oh, Think about that. You have ew. nowhere to move. Yeah, this text uh, 68719 says, I was fighting allergies, was actually in line at the pharmacy to pick up my allergy medication, had to sneeze. It happened so fast. I turned and sneezed on the poor old lady behind me. Oh, gosh. Oh, that's See, at so least, bad. Okay, you were turning, right? Your intention was to turn and it's sneeze into, an your, into your face. elbow, but you don't realize that someone's right there. I'm mad at that guy now. I like, know. you sneezed. Again, I'm not saying that Shay was totally right for swerving, but yeah, you're going to be like, it, lady. yeah, hey. Easy here, all right? It's very, very dangerous. And you're like, you're sneezing on me. On the air, on your phone, and even your smart speaker. You're listening to Joey and Lauren On Demand. Joey and Lauren. It's Joey and Lauren. Where is the worst place you've been taking on a first date? We were just talking about this list that came out. Uh, Some of the places on the list, a zoo, an aquarium, a roller skating place, an ice skating rink, arcade, museum, but you have something worse than that. Like the place you went, you're like, really? This is what we're doing on our first date? <laughs> There's a few really bad ones. But uh, this person's defending the roller rink. They said, my first date with my husband was at a roller rink. He took me back there to propose. That was our first date. And then he took me back there to propose. All right, that's kind of romantic. But again, my problem with roller rinks, have you ever been in one that doesn't smell bad? They all smell bad. Me personally, bad. I have not. And they're just dimly lit. I don't do well with dimly lit places. It's part of the... Uh, the facade, it's part of the thing. It's There's part of the always environment. like a light bulb going out in the back corner. And you've always got a weird random birthday party where they've just got cake and pizza everywhere. And so that's where you propose. Good for you. I'm proud of you. Oh, my gosh. No, I'm, pr- I'm proud of you. they propose. Uh, I think because of the nostalgia, it's a great place. Because that was their first date, I think it's great. But I don't know if that's the top of my list. But I'm glad they're, they're happily married, yes. it sounds like. Okay, yes, good they for are. them. Uh, more bad first date places. This one says, had a first date once. Take me to Monster Jam. It was so noisy, you couldn't even talk oh, at all. Gosh. He was way into it, me not so much. You're wearing a Gravedigger shirt. You're like, yeah. <laughs> You're right, those places are loud. This one says the flea market was a first date that oh, was bad. Man. This one says a car show. It was awful. Yeah, and, that would be uh, terrible. I like this one. My date took me to 7 Eleven for a Slurpee. He paid for in nickels and pennies, but I married him and we've been together for 22 years now. Dang. Sometimes you, bad dates work, I you're guess. You're able to pay for a Slurpee with nickels and dimes, then you end up being married to that person for 22 years? That's a rags to riches story, man. This one says frisbee golfing. It was oh, terrible. Gosh, I yeah. actually like frolf. No, frolf is only good if you are good at it. But frisbee That's golfing true. for someone that has just started, you are going to be looking for your frisbee the entire time. This one says my first date took me to an igloo. That was quite the experience. An igloo? <laughs> 
Like, did you find one? Did you build one? Like, I need to know details about how you found an igloo. I don't, That's impressive. Yeah, I don't understand. Yeah, I mean, if you are going for a first date, I would go the traditional route personally. I mean, you can get a little creative. But like Monster Jam or something like that, I just, uh, to me, that's too much. This text says, my first date took me to a humane society to volunteer, which seems like a fun thing to do. But we ended up just cleaning up pet waste out of the kennels for hours. Uh, that's a rough first date. That feels like a test. Like you want to flex. How good of a person yeah, are you? Yeah, you want to flex by saying, let's go to the humane society. But now you're just like almost putting that person to the test. I don't think I like that. I'm not against volunteering. I'm all yep. about it. First date took me to the laundromat. He had to switch out his towels, so I went with him for that. Quick little errand. All right, keep texting us. It's Joey and Lauren. Alexa, how does that song go again? This is Karaoke with Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. It's time to play the game we call Karaoke. Kathy is playing with us today. Hello, Kathy. Good morning. Good morning. All right, you ready? You ready? You're battling against Lauren today, so Lauren does not do very well at this game. So I think you'll do very well. You ready to play a little karaoke? Sure. All right, I like it. Okay, so Kathy, here's how the game works. So I'm going to play sections of songs, and then that it will stop, and you just got to finish singing the rest. No matter how good or bad of a singer you are, right? Okay. All right, let's do this, Uh, Lauren. Let's start with you. Okay. Your first song is "Deja Vu," the new one by Olivia Rodrigo. Oh, man. <laughs> you get deja vu. Do you get deja vu? Strawberry ice cream in Malibu. Yeah, that's all I know. So, strawberry. Okay, you get that? What do you, Kathy, do I get a full point or a half a point? Kathy, we're going to decide. Should Long get a point for that? Yes. Oh, Kathy's nice, nice today. To All right. Kathy, your hey. first song is Hey Soul Sister by Train. Oh, okay. Dream I dream. I knew when we collided. You're the one I have decided. Who's one of my kind? Hey Soul Sister. Hey, hey Soul Sister. Mister. Nope, you got it. We're going to give it to you. Because you were nice with Lauren giving her a point, we're going to give you the point. All right, so we're tied going in around two. Okay. Lauren, your second song is The Kid Leroy and Justin Bieber with Stay. Crap. Give me all the new ones. I never even heard this song. If you can be right. Um, I'd be the same if you know when I never would. You'll never change, but I know that you always did. I don't know. You never. I, I told oh, my God. You were kind of close, yeah. but we're not going to give it to you. Sorry. Okay. So it comes down to this. Kathy, if you get this right, you win. Your second song is Save Your Tears by The Weeknd. For another day. Okay. Oh, that's the chorus. Oh. Save your tears for. You should have just given her the chorus. See, 
You should have just given her the chloride. Oh, I didn't that's do right. it. It was that me. Was it was me that did it. I'm sorry. I'm playing against Kathy. So, Kathy, I'm going to give you the point because you got the chorus. That's what only that's the matters. Best part. So, Kathy, we're going to hook you up. Thanks right? for playing karaoke. Yay! Mornings with Joey and Lauren. You know, the internet is a very strange place, and sometimes it really creeps me out. I mean, there's some weird stuff on the internet. Uh, but what happened yesterday, we got put into a community that I don't think we want to be a part of. <laughs> we didn't ask to be put into this community, but it all started with a notification uh, on our Instagram, at Joey and Lauren Show. And no shame against people who are into this kind of no, thing. No, I'm going to shame you. I think it's weird. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm going to share my opinion, and I think it kind of creeps me out. The account that started following us is called Tickler's World. And not only did they follow us, but they posted a video of us. They ripped our video. They found a video of us that was posted probably months ago. It was from a segment we did in the uh, during the show. And it was me trying to tickle Joey to find like his tickle spots. You know, it was kind of this funny little thing. And they found this video and they posted it. Fun tickle clip from the radio show. Hashtag tickled torture. Hashtag ticklish feet. Hashtag tickled feet. Hashtag feet tickling. Hashtag armpit tickling. <laughs> it so goes on crazy. and on with the hashtags. So naturally I'm like, what in the... And I go to their, their page and it is a page. Tickler's World. So just it's called fan, Tickler's yep, World. Just a fan of all things tickling. Creepy. Weird. And it strange. is video on video on video of just... So this isn't anybody local. They don't know who we are. each other. They I, don't know who we are. I'm sure they don't know who we are. I don't think so, but some of these videos I can't look at. They're pretty inappropriate. And I'm like... So think about this. We did this video months ago. I, I feel like it was years ago. Maybe it was a year ago. Maybe it's several months ago. Whatever. Long time ago. This person or people or whoever runs this Instagram page had to... Be searching on Instagram, people getting tickled, found our video, downloaded it, ripped it, took it to some website so they could, you know, get it for their own device and then put it on their Instagram page <laughs> and then put all these hashtags on it. You can say, oh, it's just people's preference. That's weird. You should not be that obsessed with watching people getting tickled. It's like the belly button thing. I don't even know if we've shared the belly button thing, but oh, years gosh. ago on the show, Joey mentioned that he likes belly buttons and you were like oh i want to stick my finger in your belly yeah, button like just, you're just being funny or you, whatever well you are you are guarding your belly button so lauren won't allow me to put my finger in her <laughs> belly button and i do find that odd i feel like we're married we've got a good relationship why can't i put my finger in there it's weird right but we put the clip of that from our show on youtube and that is our most viewed youtube video because all of the belly button obsessed people people with belly button fetishes have sought out and found that video and now we've got comments from belly button lovers and all the views and all these things <laughs> I'm like why are we getting put into these so, categories I don't want to be a part of what's it called tickler's world tickler's world no shame and now we're getting I'm, I'm my phone will be buzzing it was buzzing last night and you know my phone goes and I see a notification and literally it'll be like Tickler, tickle lover 92 started following you. I'm like, don't follow me. We keep getting, yeah, tickle people following us. Do they think we're <laughs> just all about tickles on the show? Like, do you think we just tickle each other all the time? Lauren doesn't even like to be tickled. I hate it. I absolutely hate it. So I can't look at this page because it like it. I can't. I don't like being tickled. So well, I don't like watching being too nice. Being you're being too nice saying that, hey, everyone has a preference for things. And I'm like. If you start an Instagram page and you're just going on the internet to find random videos of people tickling, 
I mean, it, you're not like America's Funniest Home Videos. It's not the same thing. This is like right? you, though. You like watching horse hoof cleaning videos. So people have That's a thing. not as creepy. That's satisfying. That's not as creepy. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't go and follow. Like if some Instagram page started and it was called like Hooves Are Us, I'm not going to follow that because you that's sure? weird. Are yeah, you I'm sure? sure. I would do it in hiding. This is my problem. <laughs> if you like weird stuff on the internet, do it privately. Don't do it publicly. <laughs> rope us into it. Yeah, and don't bring me into it. Like It's like people with the ASMR stuff. They love to watch people like chew on something or eat something or make noise or play with slime. This is another thing that people like. They like watching other people being tickled. But I don't know why. Doesn't it freak you out that there's a bunch of people now, 5,000 people on this page? Yeah, they have 5,300 and something That are followers. watching and they're like, yeah, Lauren, tickle him, tickle him, whoever you are. No, it's weird. I'm trying to not think about that. People, people, <laughs> we're, we're too comfortable with sharing things publicly. We should not be able to share that I love tickling videos as much as we are. So <laughs> if you follow Tickler's World and you see us on this. there. Why are we a part of this community? It's not a glitch. We're supposed to be on there. <laughs> on the air, on your phone, and even your smart speaker. You're listening to Joey and Lauren On Demand.